Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 189 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So in this excerpt from my 45 Live series uh, that I'm going to share, we're going to be talking about the strength to change your mind. It takes a lot of energy to be able to make up your mind, but it also takes even more energy to change your mind. So let's dive into this topic of the strength to change your mind. Hello, hello, my Facebook fam and everyone watching or listening into this. It's Sensei Victoria Whitfield your journey partner in business. You can find me at naturalintuition.com. And this is number 11 of 45 Live. Hashtag 45 Live. Shout out to Wando Torotorini at Ecofiles and Catch uh, for challenging me to go live for 45 days and share whatever wisdom and insights come through. Um, so this is, it's been interesting trying to fit in the time, being able to get in there and um, set aside time to, to go live, uh, and I have, like, an endless amount of stuff to talk about, so that's, like, that's not the problem, it's actually just finding the time to keep coming on live, and, uh, today in particular, I wanted to share about finding the courage to change your mind. Um, now, for me personally, I know, um, in the work that I do, in anything that I do, actually. I'm someone who, like, really values integrity. I, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. In fact, if someone asks me to do something, um, most of the time, I will start to do the thing that I've been asked to do as the person is asking me. Like, I'd rather at least get something started of what's been asked of me at the moment of asking than uh, waiting for, you know, something else to, to pop up, like, I or some later time to be able to do a thing, even if we just put something on the calendar at the moment of asking, if I can't actually execute on the thing. Um, and that for me is, for one, because I'm an energy worker and I love getting energy moving, by the way, if you're watching live, put hashtag live so that I can have a two-way conversation with you and if you're watching on the replay put hashtag replay so I can love you up and thank you for being my journey partner in this 45 lives experience and so for me integrity is really important and I like energy to be flowing I don't like more being on my plate I just don't I've had plenty already and so if you're anything like me, you like to see things move and move faster um, or move as soon as possible. Yes, yes. And so with that, for me, I've had many experiences where I will agree to something that is above my capacity because, you know, I'm open to accepting challenges or I always want to strive for more, etc. Or maybe I just have issues with uh, boundaries. All of the above, right? The correct answer is all of the above, if this was a multiple choice question. So anyway, what that ends up looking like 
is that I have had multiple experiences of running myself into the ground, trying to keep a promise that I made or trying to make good on something that I agreed to, even if it's not in my best interest or even more so, even if it actually could harm me because I said I, w I would do it, even if it's not good for me, I will stick to what I said because my word is extremely important. My word is my bond. My word is uh, something that I feel is my value. I've had that experience uh, many times of running myself into the ground or really painting myself into a corner or digging my own, um, digging my own ditch to lay in kind of a situation because I didn't really um, see the whole picture. You know, maybe things changed uh, over the course of the situation. And this has happened many, many times over the life of my business. You know, over the last 11 years, this has happened many times. And I've been burned many times uh, by people I've been stolen from. I've uh, been given tons of promises that people didn't make good on. And so there's this thing, there's this pattern in me that wants to make sure I'm not the one um, that's, that's going to do that to somebody else, um, that I'm, I'm reliable. Like I want to, I want to feel safe being inside Victoria by being reliable and not being an unreliable person because I have experienced that, um, professionally as well as personally before. And those scars, mm, they still smart. And so this kind of came up, um, today and yesterday in conversations today with a cl private client, um, as well as yesterday, uh, with a colleague of mine where they're in situations with, uh, well, yesterday, uh, my colleague's in situation with one of his team members that the, the team member, you know, contracted to do all this stuff and just isn't showing up at the level that they sold him on, right? You know, and this can happen quite a bit. I've had this happen to me as well, where I'll contract with someone and I, I believe in them. I have uh, my superpower and my kryptonite is that when people make me a promise, I tend to believe them. Like I take that at face value mainly because of, I don't, I don't make promises lightly. Like if I, uh, give guarantees or assurances, it's because I am totally confident and totally committed to ensuring that whatever I just said is going to happen. Like, and so I take that very, very seriously. It's not like a, a sales or persuasion kind of technique. Um, but I've learned the hard way that some people see that as, uh, with love, a sense of lip service to give people who need to hear the words of assurance to give them the confidence of, oh, maybe that person that I'm talking to is just a little insecure, so they need to hear me say what they want to hear so that I can close the sale or, uh, you know, get their business, etc. And I personally, like, personally, I don't, I don't believe in that. Um, but I have been on the receiving end of that. And yeah, that is not a nice situation to be in. So my colleague yesterday was sharing with me that this, the same thing was happening to him. 
and he's so heavily invested. You signed the contract. We're deep into this. It's, and like really, really not getting what he was sold on and feeling like there's no way out because we signed the contract as if there's no such thing as legal, you know, things to do like lawyers and etc. And so uh, we were talking and having a heart to heart around that and, and then a, a completely different matter with a private client of mine today, a VIP client of mine, multi-year VIP client, amazing, amazing woman. Uh, same things happening with her, where she made a promise um, to someone that, you know, once we reach this level, this is what we're going to do, right? Uh, and circumstances have changed since she made that promise. And now, that the circumstances have changed since she made that promise to that person. There's this internal acrobatic that she's doing, and I see myself in her. That's why I'm sharing this. By the way, if you're watching live, put hashtag live, so I know that we can have a two-way conversation, uh, that you're my journey partner, or if you're watching on the hashtag replay, put hashtag replay, so I can love you up and thank you for being with me on this journey. Uh, but I saw myself in her in that she just... She said, this is what I said I'm going to do. Come hell or high water, if it kills me, I'm doing it. And the circumstances have gotten worse and worse around the situation since she made her promise to this person that make it actually now harmful to her to make good on uh, what she promised. And so um, before I hit... Uh, record or record or stream or whatever here on Facebook um, to share this insight with you my spirit guides very loudly said finding the strength to change your mind and in this moment as I say that now I'm hearing the word pride pride holding on to what it's like holding on to the image of what it's supposed to look like, holding on to the set expectation, holding on to perfection, holding on, even if all of the signs are saying, let it go, let it go, time to pivot, change direction, etc. like glaring, uh, signs. It's just like uh, kind of like driving on the highway and seeing a sign that says wrong way. Can you imagine this? Driving on the highway and seeing the sign that says wrong way as you enter into that street. But because you were driving in that direction, doesn't matter if it's the wrong way. I'm going to keep driving because this is the direction that I'm headed in. And now it's officially dangerous <laughs> because, hello, it's the wrong way. That means you're driving into oncoming traffic, putting yourself in harm's way. But because of pride and we were, we were going in this direction, I had my foot on the gas and my hands on the steering wheel and they were locked at 10 and 2. We're not turning them. We're going in. Come what may. Can you imagine doing this? It was so dangerous. 
and and that's that's what it looks like, you know, uh, if we were to say hindsight is twenty twenty. As you look back over your shoulder, after possibly changing your mind, say, I don't know why the hell I was driving in that direction. Whoa, everything was saying, turn around, make a U-turn, wrong way, you're headed into oncoming traffic, this is dangerous, this is your second to last warning, this is your final warning, now you're breaking down, now you're having accidents because you ignored all of the signs to turn around. It actually, if it was physical like that, if there was like a big honking sign that said, wrong way, turn around, wouldn't that make it easier to change your mind? Because, oh, well, it was the sign. I can blame this change of course this um, difference of direction, I can blame it on something external, something physical, something tangible. It's that thing's fault. It's something finite. It's one sign right there. And ah, that's perfect, right? That kind of a scenario lets us off the hook, or I'll put it on me. When I think about that, it lets me off the hook of, I don't have to, I, I don't have to get myself in order the sign said it so okay now it's the law I got to turn around it's not my fault not my fault the sign said it uh, it's not my fault that we're turning around now it's because of the sign versus when it actually is a mental or emotional pivot so this is m not tangible it's not tangible, so there's no external trigger or driver other than the things that trigger you, but the, the, the impetus to turn around is coming from an internal discernment, an internal awareness, an internal decision to say, huh, I'm headed in the wrong direction. I may have been heading, I may have been driving forward, but I'm sensing internally and feeling internally that this is going to get ugly and that this is, this is going to harm me the more I head in this direction. For all of that to happen internally, that takes energy. I'm, so I'm Pisces Sun Taurus Rising. What does that mean? I may be Pisces Sun, which means I'm highly creative, emotional, sensitive, and all empathic and all of that. But when it comes down to it, Taurus means I want to do the same thing. I want to set it and forget it, and I don't want anything to change. I just want to set the system and observe it and make sure everything continues to run along that lines. <laughs> so that's a recipe for being stubborn. Mmm, stubbornness right a desire to be right uh, I'm aware of my faults yeah here they go right here on my sleeve can you see him uh, and with that by the way if you're watching live put hashtag live so I know to include you in this conversation and put hashtag replay if you're watching on the replay so I know to love you up and share your insights go ahead I want to be able to respond to you uh, below of what's coming up for you hearing all this. But the experience of having that mental acrobatic internally of, oh my God, I'm headed in the wrong direction. 
Um, there could be a mental blueprint that says, well, you made your bed, lie in it. Guilty, both hands and a foot in the air. If I lift my other foot, I would disappear off screen. <laughs> so in order to continue, I won't lift my other foot, just putting both hands and a foot in the air. So guilty, yeah, for sure. You made your bed, lie in it. But is that compassionate? Is that compassion? Is that something that's sustainable? Is that loving? Is that kind? Coming back to the five Reiki principles, right? So in the first few lives, I talked to you about the five Reiki principles that I, as an energy and business coach, apply to the entrepreneurial experience, right, on a day-to-day -day basis, the, which are, just for today, I will not be angry. Just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will be honest. Just for today, I will be kind. And just for today, I will be grateful. So weighing that behavioral blueprint of you made your bed, lie in it. Is that kind? Is that kind? I mean, that's nice for the other person. But what I'm talking about is being kind to yourself, being kind to myself um, here. Is that being kind to me of like, I made my bed, lie in it. Even if all of the signs are saying, turn around, do not go, do not, do not pass go, do not collect $200, don't do it. Don't do it or else you're going like into a world of hurt. If I just go face first into the world of hurt to keep my word, is that kind? And what does that communicate to the other person about um, kindness as well? What can they expect from me if they ever say that they're going to do something for me and this is how I treat myself when situations change, right? Am I a safe person to work with if this is how I'm treating myself? This right here is very important for those of you who are leaders, CEOs, um, uh, team leaders, right, etc. If you work with other people and you are taking terrible care of yourself and being extremely unkind, running yourself into the ground, you may not know this, and that is why I'm going live and shooting this right now. You may not know that you are communicating to your team and even your family, that you are not a safe person to follow, that you are not the most trustworthy and reliable person, even though in your head you may think, I'm going to run myself into the ground so that I can be reliable. What Inside your head that may make sense. There may be some line of logic of like, I said A is going to happen, B has come up, but that doesn't matter. A is going to happen, even though B has come up. And come hell or high water. But what that looks like on the outside looking in, how you are communicating your energy to other people, is that actually uh, you're kind of scary, uh, that you lack boundaries, you're not very compassionate, and 
you become less accessible, right? Less accessible, less open, less safe to be around. And so either the people around you on your team or your family or whatever are going to be repelled by that and try to protect themselves from that toxic can-do attitude. I call it a toxic can-do attitude. Why do I call that that? So I had something to name the pattern in me <laughs> so I could continue to recognize it. If I can name it, I can claim its power from me. I can claim its power back from me. So, okay, my toxic can-do attitude. If I can lay eyes on it, I can put it to sleep. So that toxic can-do attitude, your people who are supposed to be your dirty partners journeying with you, open-hearted, happy, and productive and flowing, are going to do one of two things. They are going to distance themselves or sabotage the situation somehow to protect their energy from your toxicity, or even worse, is they are going to mirror the toxicity. And so like, okay, so this is the example that is set. Um, I had better run myself into the ground too. I had better take trash care of myself. I had better um, criticize myself into a frenzy and put my blood pressure through the roof as well because that is the value of this family. That is the value of this organization. And if I do not abide by the values, that means I'm going to get kicked out of the tribe and then... I'm going to be destroyed, essentially, right? That deep tribal fear of being exiled. So it's either uh, rebel or conform. Both are not nice. <laughs> and so, by the way, if you're watching live, put hashtag live so I know that you're with me and I can include you in this conversation because this is a two-way conversation. Um, and if you're watching on the replay, put hashtag replay so I know to love you up. And thank you for being on this journey with me. So all of that, all of that toxic can-do attitude masked under the veil of integrity and being reliable or being the strong one or being the rock that holds it down and all of that. Is there another way? Is there another way? Is it all in or all out? Plata or plomo, right? Which means silver or the bullet, right? So it's not a do or die situation. You know, the universe is more than just um, black and white. And we can create, I know I can, create a lot of suffering for myself the more that I just stay black and white. I happen to be black and white, but I'm more than black and white. I am mixed. I'm a mehkla. Lots and lots of stuff. Or in Korean, they call it jepche. <laughs> yeah, I'm a mix. And so the more that I can mix things up, the more that I can expose myself to other options of like, okay, well, what if it's not um, all in or all out? Is there a third way? Just just one more way other than two. Uh, and this came up during my session with my private client, and I'm so grateful for my spirit guides 
right? Uh, when I'm supporting people as an energy and business coach, because there's stuff that drops in from beyond my own understanding or it synthesizes parts that I would not have put together. And it was this. Why don't you just admit that things have changed? And I saw her face like kind of shift. It was, it was on Zoom and she's like, at first, it was like a kind of like a hell no kind of thing. I'm like, no, I gotta dun, 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 martyrdom, you know, and I gotta keep my word and write it up. But as we sank into it, I'll just admit that circumstances have changed. And so we breathed into it. Hey, Rashid. Hey, brother. Good to see you. Like, as we breathed into the fact that circumstances have changed and that it's a, you're not the same person that you were when you made that promise to to this person to something two or so years ago or something like that that so much has changed that uh, part of communicating with clarity is to expose the truth with love of things have changed if she's to continue on that path of essentially self-destruction, right? If she was just to continue on that path of self-destruction, trying to be integrous and trying to keep her word and hurrying forward, she would have actually ended up losing uh, the bond with that person because she was concealing the truth from the other party of the fact that circumstances have changed. And as leaders, as high achievers, as people who are driven for excellence, hands high. I mean, if you look at my strengths, strengths finder, it's relator, empathy, strategic, achiever, adaptability, right? So I got achiever in my top five strengths. So I know what you mean. The satisfaction of crossing off the, the thing on the list. Ooh, it's a sensual experience. I know. So the satisfaction, going for satisfaction of, I'm, I'm going to close this loop the way it was originally crafted. It's okay to admit that things have changed. It, it takes strength. A really strong woman or a really strong man has the ability to, with love, uncover and reveal the truth, even if it's uncomfortable, by revealing it with compassion for self and others, for including yourself in the kindness that you are showing the world, including yourself in the love and compassion that you bring and, and that you desire to see here on the planet, including yourself in the change that you wish to see in the world of more love, more happiness, more wealth, more ease, and so on. Like you're not outside of that just because you're an agent of it but instead being included inside of it i'm i'm number one a, a public enemy number one guilty of this right here toxic can-do attitude i've done lectures on it okay so with an i'm, I'm apparently doing a lecture on it right now <laughs> right and so and that draws me to my colleague from yesterday who's in a similar situation uh, contracted to work with this person who's not at all honoring 
the contract, not at all making good on what they sold him into. And so it's the same thing dropping in of, it sounds like you need to have what I call a clearing conversation, a clearing conversation, finding the strength to change your mind about this. And I said this to him several times about what you deem is acceptable behavior. Because it's only a matter of time. The minute you realize that you don't like something that's going on in your life or business, and, and you realize that this is not what I want, then it is only a matter of time until you, or I can even put this on me so you don't feel confronted as you're watching or listening to this, right? So it's only a matter of time. Once, I, once I'm clear on what I don't want and what is no longer acceptable before it becomes completely in my rearview mirror, becomes a thing of the past. It's only a matter of time before you decide that that's no longer acceptable and you take different actions that are in alignment with communicating, you know what? No. No. $50,000 contract, $5,000 contract, whatever. Doesn't matter. I don't care how much money that we are like on this agreement. The fact that you aren't doing good by what you said, right, and what's written here, and I'm not feeling served. This is my money on the line. Heck yeah, we are going to have a clearing conversation around what has changed and what needs to change, right? And that's, that's about being assertive. That's about being respectful of self and others, right? Because we can't assume that the other person knows that they're dropping the ball hard. And it could even be, and I've had this happen to me before in the past, where someone was dropping the ball really bad with me that I was contracted to work with. And the person assumed that because I wasn't saying anything, that it was fine. That person knew that they dropped the ball real bad, real bad, and they knew for a long time. But they just assumed that because I wasn't saying anything, that it was cool. And that it was acceptable and it was fine to keep on charging me charging me charging me um to do absolutely nothing it's one of those learnings one of those rites of passage um in especially business ownership right and as an energy and business coach i help people with these different rites of passages navigating them well with good energy but it's one of those things that comes up of okay i'm gonna have to step back and pivot this ship because this is no longer acceptable, right? I know that I am worthy of the highest levels of support. I know law of reciprocity. I would do unto others as I would have them do unto me. I, uh, go, that's the golden rule. So I know that if I drop the ball, I would want someone to tell me, hey, Sarah, hey, goddess. So I, I would want that. So how come there's a double standard in when someone else is dropping the ball with me, then I'm not going to say anything. Right. And let me know if this sounds familiar. If you're watching live, put hashtag live. Right. So I know to include you in the conversation or if you're watching on the replay, put hashtag replay. So I can uh, love you up for being my journey partner during this experience. And so 
with that, these conversations somehow overlapped with finding the strength to change your mind. We've been heading in a direction for years and years and years, maybe even decades. And it takes energy when you have that much momentum going on one thing and doing things a certain way to be like, right, changing direction. So be kind to yourself. I don't know who this message is for, but I trust uh, in the energy of the message that it'll land on the right ears and into the right heart that needed to hear that maybe today is the day that you explore finding the strength to change your mind, finding the strength to unveil and reveal the truth of the situation that you've changed, that circumstances have changed, that this is no longer acceptable, right? That your preferences have changed, that they have changed or whatever it is, but finding the strength to change your mind about doing things in that old certain way. It is okay to change your mind. In fact, it is very powerful to find grace in the pivot Right, and to turn it actually into a clearing conversation, a conversation that clears the air between you and the other parties involved, that also clears your energy of all the stress and frustration and anxiety and, and, and anger even, or grief and worry that's been pent up in your energy due to this situation being unresolved. Um, yeah, and my spirit guides are recommending that I tell you to ask for help with communicating well. Ask for help. If you don't want to ask me for help, fine. Ask your angels. Ask God. Ask your mama. Ask your daddy. <laughs> right? You could ask Google, but you're going to get information overload. But ask somebody, even if you just ask the angels right now. Ask for help communicating with grace um, and with kindness in that grace, kindness, and compassion. Don't just say, I want to be kind and compassionate to everybody else except for me. Right? Ask for help with that. You can ask me. You know, just you click on my face here on Facebook or you type in Sensei Victoria Whitfield, send me a private message and say, Mama, you were talking to me today. You don't know it, but you were talking to me. And beautiful. Uh, I'll be right there with you. It's an honor to get to be your journey partner in any way, shape, and form. But I wanted to share this message about finding the strength to change your mind. Because as purpose-driven entrepreneurs and leaders, we can get a bit stubborn about having things go in a certain way and running ourselves into the ground, running ourselves into burnout if they don't go that way. So be kind to yourself. Sometimes it takes more than just you to turn the ship. And turning the ship can even just be a mindset shift. In fact, nine times out of ten, it is a mindset shift. Hey, Andrea. 
a hundred percent asking for help sister right it's it's a mindset shift and if that's something uh that you're you're struggling with of i can't i can't seem to find the strength to change my mind about this situation um two heads are better than one ask for help so that you can find the strength to change your mind yeah or don't or don't and see what happens as you continue to drive down that street that says wrong way into oncoming traffic you could play russian roulette or play chicken and see what happens see what happens but if you don't want that to be your situation if you've decided that playing russian roulette or playing chicken with yourself and communicating that that is okay to everyone in your life around you is no longer acceptable it's no longer acceptable ask for help and if it isn't asking me for help uh ask me who do i know who i have like an incredible worldwide uh referral network of people who are the best of the best um at all different price points and ranges so we can find someone uh to help you one way or another um so with that i want to thank you Andrea and everyone watching for being my journey partner tonight for today's 45 live if this has blessed you or inspired you in any way go ahead and hit that share button and share today's 45 live on your page or in your group um, or your business page here on Facebook I'm gonna mark this as uh, publicly viewable and I would love for this message to get out to more entrepreneurs and leaders you know we as women entrepreneurs and leaders tend to run ourselves into the ground and I know many beautiful loving powerful men who do the same who are just like it's it's my honor as a man like I gotta I gotta go I gotta be strong and you can be strong right into the grave the same way that I uh, told you in an earlier live about how I never got to meet my maternal grandfather because he dropped dead at work he worked himself to death dropped dead at 51 years old of a massive heart attack would have retired the very next year um but it's it takes strength it takes energy to change the course of the momentum who would have who knows what could have happened um if he had the support necessary to change that momentum and stop himself from working himself to death, right? So this is not just like a, a woman business owner's problem. I don't just work with women business owners. No, this is women and men and trans people. We all have this when we are, or when we orient to service and solving problems for other people, when we orient to wanting to help others, sometimes, it, you gotta ask for help for yourself as well, right? To find the strength to change your mind and change your course. With that being said, I'm going to tie up today's 45 Live the same way I do every time with this mantra. You know what it is, and you can type it in the comments below. Please remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And... I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.